This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. CEO of Henry Public Relations. He's also a senior fellow at the Center for Fundamental Rights. We became friendly. You know what it was? I won't forget. I was in Puerto Rico. And uh, Siggy Flicker, my friend, the former Real Housewife of New Jersey star, now she's uh, Trump's best buddy and just the greatest patriot ever. And she's the one that uh, invited me which I'll be going to, to Scott Lebedo's movie down in Mar-a-Lago in about two weeks. She said, my friend Brian's going to reach out to you. And I think at the time it was about um, some uh, diplomat from Hungary, it was in fact, coming into the studio, and he was great. In fact, when I went to that big uh, Young Republicans dinner at Cipriani's and sat with Trump, that gentleman spoke that night and he was terrific. I think at one point Brian Lieb even said, don't be surprised if you're speaking one of these days at one of these CPAC events in Hungary or Poland, which I would love to do. So we become uh, friendly. We talk uh, quite a bit these days. He's down in Miami, sees Trump an awful lot. And uh, here he is, my friend Brian Lieb. Brian just wrote an op-ed, which is entitled, Jewish Voters are taking a second look at Donald Trump, which makes me happy. I just don't understand why Jews continue <laughs> to vote for these Democrats when, in fact, the Democrat Party is littered, littered with Jew-hating anti-Semites. Brian Lieb, good morning, buddy. How are you? Hey, Sid. I'm doing well, brother. How are you, my friends? I'm doing well. Nice to, nice to have you on this morning. Am, am I on speakerphone so there? Am I on speakerphone? No. Okay. Uh, tell me this. The, uh, the op-ed you wrote, Jewish voters are taking a second look at Donald Trump, outside the obvious, Brian, which is, once again, after six presidents didn't do it, he was the one who moved the the um, the uh, the headquarters to uh, to Jerusalem. Right? He moved the, the, the embassy. Uh, he was the one who recognized the Golan Heights. He was the one who put the Abraham Accords together. He was the one that stopped delivering pallets of cash to the Palestinians, which ended up in the hands of Hamas. Outside of that. Why all of a sudden have Jewish voters come to the realization that Donald Trump loves the Jews, unlike guys like Obama and Biden? Well, listen, first of all, thank you to Siggy for connecting us. And, and, and Siggy herself has been such a champion on this issue and, and so many other things. Uh, you know, Sid, but if we, if, we, if we want to be honest about, you know, why Jews are finally, you know, waking up and seeing, you know, what Donald Trump did for our community – you know, we can look no further, Sid, unfortunately, than the horrific massacre that happened on October 7th. I think it really opened the eyes of the Jewish community on a lot of issues. Uh, and when you look at, you know, President Trump, as you just rightly stated, you know, he's the first president to actually fulfill 
you know, every single campaign promise he made. And you mentioned some of them. Uh, one that, that, that you left off is, you know, he was the first president to ever visit the Kotel, a.k.a. the Western Wall that you were just at a couple weeks ago. He's the first sitting president to ever go there. You know, so there's just so many, there's, there's such a long list of things that President Trump has done to support the Jewish community, the pro-Israel community. And I think uh, at the end of the day, also, we've seen how far left the Democrats have gone with their support for Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and all these other uh, hooligans. And then, you know, Democrat voters are starting to, to really see their party for what it is, which is very anti-Israel. So then tell me why there are still a certain percentage of Jewish people that continue mm-hmm. to embarrass themselves make us look bad, and I actually called a yeah. few of them out. They, they hired me at the Fifth Avenue Synagogue a couple of weeks ago. They gave me the very prestigious Guardian of Israel yeah. Award, and I pointed out to people in the audience who were still voting Democrat, you're killing us, man. You're killing us. Yeah. You're stupid. Why are they still like that? Because being Jewish is not a priority to them. Supporting Israel is not a priority. Said it's the same reason that Sunday night here in Miami Beach at an event that I went to uh, where Alan Dershowitz was speaking, that four Jewish Voices for Peace protesters had to be removed and arrested by Miami Beach police because they chanted free Gaza and free Palestine. Being a Jew is not a priority to them. Supporting Israel is not a priority yeah, but to funny, them. But it's funny you mentioned, you mentioned Alan Dershowitz because, I'm not sure if you know this, but Alan and I are very, very, very close, very in fact, uh, his documentary came out a couple of months ago, and me and Danielle went and uh, watched it with his wife and his son, and mm-hmm. afterwards had a dinner. It was just us, the Dershowitzes and the Rosenbergs. Yet, Alan mm-hmm. Dershowitz, as pro-Israel as it gets, maybe the biggest pro-Israel guy in the world, refuses to vote for Donald Trump. Explain that to me. You know, uh, Alan's an interesting guy. We we love him for his support for Israel. Uh, but, you know, on a lot of issues, he's still very liberal, uh, which, by the way, is just so it's, it's so hypocritical for these, you know, quote unquote, Jewish voices for peace to be protesting the guy when he agrees with them on like 90 percent of their issues. I mean, you know, Sid, listen, these, these people on, on the left, whether they're Jews or not Jews, they're they're really deranged in a lot of ways. Um, but the recent poll coming out of New York that I wrote this op-ed in the Daily Caller about has the Jewish community voting 53% to 44%, which is a nine-point lead, which is unprecedented. And, and, and I mean, you know, if, if President Trump can, can, can grow, you know, to, you know, 40 or 50% of the national Jewish vote, uh, that's going to be a major game changer. Uh, and hopefully it's finally a wake-up call, you know, to the Democratic Party. Uh, but, you know, listen, I, I've got to come back to this because when we talk about President Trump, he has such a strong record, Sid. You know his record when it comes to supporting the Jewish community in Israel. And it's all about promises made and promises kept. And the most recent campaign promise that he made, and I know you and I see eye to eye on this 100 percent, is he promised that he's going to deport any non-citizens that have been taken to the streets since October 7th to support Hamas. He's promised to deport every single one of them. So I don't know how Jews can't love this guy. He's our best friend. He's the best friend we've ever had in the White House and can't wait till he's our 47th president. Agreed. Stay on hold, Brian. When uh, we get back, I want to ask you about uh, Biden in town yesterday talking about a ceasefire, maybe as early as Monday. The problem is I talked to lots of Israelis on the ground in Jerusalem. 
They have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> we'll talk more with Brian Lieb on Sitting Friends in the Morning right after this. a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Entertaining and informative. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. Brian Lee, once again, is the CEO of Henry Public Relations. He's a senior fellow at the Center for Fundamental Rights and just wrote a very good op-ed. I must say, it's very, very good. Jewish voters... I'm taking a second look at Donald Trump. I got it from the Daily Caller. So, Brian, I want to play uh, two pieces of audio for you. Yesterday, Joe Biden, the president, was in New York. He uh, came here to film a Seth Meyers show. You can't make it up. He may have got some money, too, from Wall Street. But here to tape a Seth Meyers show, and he's uh, he's having ice cream. This is true. He's eating his ice cream like like a child with his with Anthony Blinken and, the, and all these other retards. And uh, they're in some uh, ice cream shop in New York. And he starts talking about Israel while he's eating ice cream like it's no big deal. Here's what he had to say. At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. We're not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire. All right. So he says that uh, the ceasefire may be coming as early as next Monday. Now, that was not from the Seth Meyers show. On the Seth Meyers show, he talked about how he spoke to the Israelis. And uh, with Ramadan coming up, Israel has agreed during this very big Muslim holiday to kind of lay off during Ramadan. But here's what's interesting, Brian. I've got a friend named Alex Treyman, and he runs a JNS.org organization in Jerusalem in Israel. That is the best. You know, Alex, great guy. That's the best source for news in Israel. And unprovoked last week, remember, Biden said last night, Ramadan, holy time, Israel, they're going to they're gonna lay back. Here's what Alex mm. Trayman told me last week, unprovoked, 
about the upcoming holiday of Ramadan. Specifically now, as we get towards uh, the Muslim holy month of, of Ramadan, which is going to begin on March 10th, you know, this this holy month is, is a month that's holy for killing Jews uh, traditionally. And we've seen it many, many oh, times that in Ramadan, the amount of terrorism uh, just goes up and up. And, and why is that? In part because, you know, Muslims go into the mosques. And if you hear what the imams are saying in the mosques, that they, they are spewing, you know, virulent anti-Semitism in, in all of these mosques. And people go out uh, motivated and, and they're also, they're fasting during the day and they get angry. And uh, this could happen. This and could I'll happen. The other thing which can make so, that's it. so thank you. So, so here's what we're talking about. Who are the Palestinians really? What are the Muslims feeling like, really, even on a high holiday, the month of Ramadan? He claims, Trayman, they're out to kill Jews, and yet this idiot president, Brian Lieb, is still talking about a two-state solution. He is more than an idiot. He is really, at this point, Joe Biden is complicit with everything that Hamas and Iran and everyone else is doing. I mean... How stupid is he to be talking about a ceasefire when literally 30 minutes ago, Sid, Hezbollah just launched like 50 rockets into Israel? There's not going to be a ceasefire with terrorists. Terrorists don't want a ceasefire. Terrorists want dead Jews. That's what terrorists want. And. And by the way, you, you know, you were just in Israel. I was just in Israel. We talked to a lot of people, both on the left and the right. And the left for the first time in decades, finally understands that they can't have a ceasefire. There can't be any kind of a two-state solution with terrorists. So, you know, it's it's interesting. The Israeli people seem to know what's best for them. But for some reason, Joe Biden and his complicit uh, uh, administration seems to think they know best. You know, why is that? Is that because they're they're so concerned with making sure the the mullahs in Tehran are taken care of? They don't want to offend our our, our biggest adversary. I mean, these people, they're just uh, uh, the Biden people. They're 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 just on a different planet. You're right. I mean, it's it's about appeasing Iran. It's about uh, not losing the vote in states like Michigan and Minnesota when it comes Election Day against Donald Trump. It's about everything but the Jewish people. And look, I sat down with Rachel Goldberg for 30 minutes. She's been on this show three times already. But I sat down with her in Jerusalem for 30 minutes. And I cried. My heart breaks for her son, Hirsch. But I'll say it again at the risk of sounding insensitive. I want Hirsch home. I want every hostage home. But if you're B.B. Netanyahu, if you're B.B. Netanyahu, you cannot make military decisions for millions and the future of this country based on 80 people. Yes, it would be great to get the hostages home and win the war at the same time. But it's becoming almost impossible because of what Hamas and the Palestinians do with these people. you got to keep your focus on the ball. We need to win the war. Got to win the war. And you know how you win the war? You crush Hamas once and for all. You put the blinders on if you're Israel. You ignore what Joe Biden has to say. You ignore what the U.N., the EU, all these other people have to say. At the end of the day, the Israeli people and their government know what needs to be done. And that is Hamas has to be eradicated from every single part of Gaza. They also probably have to turn their focus to Hezbollah as well. Listen, the Israeli people cannot continue to live surrounded by terrorists. What happened on October 7th was a a modern-day mini-Holocaust of sorts. It cannot happen again. And the only way it's not going to happen again, Sid, is that they get rid of these terrorists once and for all. 
And I think all of the Israeli people are pretty aligned on this issue. So they've got to do their do what they have to do. And by the way, they're not just safeguarding the future of Israel. They're safeguarding the future of the free world because they've got to get rid of every single one of these terrorist scum and send a message to the world. I was watching uh, Margaret Brennan, who I really dislike. She's the host of Face the Nation, one of those awful Sunday shows. Hers is on CBS, and she was interviewing Bibi Netanyahu on Sunday. She oh. was so disrespectful. I mean, horrible, what? I mean, right, right? What a biatch! It was, it was disgusting. I mean, she's she's asking him questions, and he's trying to stay professional, answer the questions, and she just starts steamrolling the guy. She won't even let him answer the question. I know. At one point, he said, "If you stop dropping grenades on me, I'll try to answer your question." She was so that nasty. Was a good response. Yeah. That yeah. Was a good response. <laughs> well, listen, Brian. The uh, the op ed is terrific. It really is. Jewish voters are taking a second look at Donald Trump. You can read it today in the uh, in the Daily Caller. Brian continues to be a great friend and a great voice for Israel. Thank you so much, pal. Thank you so much, Sid. All the best. All the best to you, Brian Lieb. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.